Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. I'm Brian. This is Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey, Brian. How's it going? How you doing? Stay happy. Nope, no, we we said at the end. You jumped oh, ahead. Okay. Oh, I'm having flash forwards again. Oh, I'm I'm doing. How are you? Oh, you you know, I'm all right. Bit uh, bit on the tired side. You know, uh, busy with work and such. But so it goes. Um, we've just come out of the uh, Easter uh, holiday weekend. How was your How was your holiday, Ben? Uh, I didn't find any eggs. What? I mean, you know, somebody has to hide them. They're not naturally occurring. That's probably what the problem was. I was just going to my backyard, looking for them. There's nothing. No, no eggs at all. No plastic eggs, hard-boiled eggs, Reese's eggs, nothing. Well, I ate, I ate a giant Reese's egg. I didn't find it, though. It was given to me. And I saw a bucket of plastic eggs. But again, I wasn't really, like, looking around. It was just there. So I didn't count that. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I know we've said it before, but you should I, – I would like to remind you, you should be hesitant to eat any found food at all. That's usually not a good idea. Well, that's usually what I do. You just find food? Yeah. You, you, you scavenge? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm what is known as a freegan, which is a real thing. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, they dig through the garbage and eat leftover food as their main source of, like, nourishment? So in order to be a, an actual freegan – do you have to spend zero money on food? Is that the qualification? I think so. I think like the, I, all right, I don't actually know, but I think the idea is you can eat meat as long it was thrown out because that means no extra animals were killed. I guess. Oh, sure. I mean, I mean, that's if you're a freegan, but if you're like a full on freegan vegan, then oh, you can't yeah. have. Any eat, any uh, animal byproduct at all. You can have the extra celery, I guess. Sure, yeah. Hang out behind wing joints and uh, eat, eat all, all the, the carrot sticks and celery they throw away. They might throw away <laughs> bread. I don't I don't go to wing places, so I'm not sure what all they have. Nachos without the cheese? Sure, yeah. I mean, just those are chips, just chips at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there could be jalapenos on there. Oh, sure. Like olives, or other, other chip toppings. Is, is ranch vegan? What's ranch made of? Uh, I feel like there's got to be some kind of dairy in there. I don't know what ranch is. It seems like milk. <laughs> oh, it I, seems like it's pretty much milk, Ben. Pour it over your cereal. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. I am not a ranch fan. French? I'm not a ranch fan either. Although, no, French. Well, French is uh, French dressing and ranch. French. Okay. I don't know what any dressings are. I just know I don't like them. I, I'm not surprised. That seems like a... I would be. I would have been shocked if uh, if you had a real passionate uh, salad dressing preference. Like, it, I love uh, Russian dressing. Well, it's it's sort of in my list of uh, condiments, so I dislike. I want food the way it was meant to taste. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, that makes sense. I have a little bit of that. I never, I never salt food because I assumed that if salt needed to be there, it would have been added during cooking. That's a, yeah. I don't add salt or pepper. Also, because I'm afraid I'm going to put the wrong thing on, because that's happened before. Oh, like you're at like a diner and somebody filled the uh, salt shaker with sugar. Oh, uh, sort of. Except I just grabbed the wrong one. I think it was at a bowling oh, alley. Okay. Well, that too. And we got some fries and I put sugar on it accidentally, and I had to go back and get more. And I feel like I had put sugar on it again, but I might be imagining the second time. <laughs> I mean, I dessert fries. You were you were onto something, Ben. I think you should have. Like leaned further into it, if anything else. I ate dessert fries yesterday. 
Really? Yeah. They, they're called funnel fries. It's like funnel cake sticks with powdered sugar on it, and you can dip it in chocolate or caramel if you want to. Ah, so how was the state fair? That has to be where you were, right? <laughs> I ate it at my local trivia place. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Are we going to get a Leary's. trivia update later in the show? Uh, nothing really interesting happened other than the owner, the owner's table got, like, they won by, like, over 20 points, like 25, 30 points, which is starting to feel unfair. Mm, see, so, so you still think it's rigged? I still think it's rigged. And also one of them, or I think a couple of them, had their phones out on the table like the entire time and would like Google stuff. It would look like it. They were typing things and showing it to other people, mm. which seemed a little bit like cheating. Yeah. No, if nothing else, it, it looks bad at the very least. And the guy that runs trivia will always say, like, remember, we're playing just for fun. And he'll list off like we're playing for fun, so don't cheat. But then he'll say first, second and third get prizes. So, no, mm. we're not playing for fun. We're playing for prizes. <laughs> this is not fun. Is, is that your is, is that your team motto? We're not playing for fun. We're playing for prizes. I, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. That's my theory. I don't want to talk to anybody at any other tables. Let's do our thing and not cheat. Well, you know, I mean, you have to look at it as like the first act of a uh, an underdog story. You're getting beat by by this team, and then eventually you're gonna you're gonna rise up, and you're gonna you know have your moment you're gonna have your uh, miracle on ice moment but who knows how many yards are in a furlong they knew they got it exactly right well i it's like um um let me think not, not nine i don't know i don't how, how long is a furlong well my first guess was three and we also didn't know how long a furlong was we knew it had something to do with horse racing though so i thought well since hands are a horse's height maybe furlong is how long a horse is but we ended up going mm -hmm. at 15, and it was like 220-something. Oh, that's uh, much, much more than I was expecting. That's a very long horse. But they got it exactly right. Ugh, I don't know. Anyway, we should probably move on to the things that won't make me angry. Okay, well then, let's move on to Happy Hour. It's happy, hour again. happy Hour is the part of the show where we talk about the thing that is making us most happy for the week, Ben. Huh. What is your happy hour pick i have so many choices right now i think i'm gonna go with uh recently i discovered pizza wait and... no wait no <laughs> i pizza pizza's been around for a while everyone else has been very aware of pizza no I, I thought about getting this dough and putting some tomato sauce on it with some cheese and i thought <laughs> you know what i'm gonna add the pepperoni slices on here and see how that goes they called you crazy i cooked it in the oven and it was delicious so my happy hour is pizza. The end. Did you actually make your own pizza? No, I lied about that. So I was in the frozen food aisle because making your own pizza takes a lot of ingredients. And with that many steps, it's very likely I'm going to mess up one of them somewhere. So I'd rather just buy mm -hmm. the frozen one and only have one option to mess up. I can be really careful that one time and I'm good. Well, I found this pizza. I got it ovened and I ate it and it was pretty good. And that's my happy hour. What? I feel like mm, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like you've talked about pizza on the podcast several times before, but I can't actually think of any specific examples. Well, this one is a specific brand. Well, I did talk about pizza once, and it was that time I got food poisoning. Oh yes, of course. Of but course. this is much happier. Uh, is that this time. Uh, 
what what kind of pizza has it been? It better not be Red Baron, so help me. <laughs> well, actually, I, I did eat a Red Baron pizza last week. What? I did. I, I, I see all your posts about it, and I thought, you know what? That's some pretty good advertising for Red Baron. I forget they exist. <laughs> That's the opposite of what I wanted to happen. Well, I, I was curious. I'm like, if it must be so disgusting. I have to know. It wasn't the best pizza. But it wasn't bad. Okay. I mean, no, I mean, I mean, if you literally had never had pizza before, I could see it being okay. I've had lots of pizzas. <laughs> and I think I liked it more than DiGiorno pizza. Because the DiGiorno pizza usually ends up feeling like a little soggier to me. And this was stiff like cardboard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is stiff like cardboard. Well, I want my pizza to be somewhat stiff and not just floppy. Because if it's floppy... I pick it up with one hand and it just, you know, flops and it's hard to eat. So you gotta, you gotta fold it like New York style. Oh no, I, I don't like to have crust on both sides of my mouth. I like only the bottom side. No, but that's not my happy hour. My happy hour is it's called Screaming Sicilian, and I bought. Oh it yes, I was actually gonna, I was gonna ask if it was the Screaming Sicilian. That's my uh, personal frozen pizza of choice. Yes, yeah, that's what I got because uh, uh, first. Okay, we usually shop at a neighborhood market, Walmart, which has a much lower selection. So they only ever have Supreme or one that has meatballs in it. And so never mind. But they have these little like sandwich, like sort of like Hot Pockets, but good. And like with pepperonis mm -hmm. and everything inside, stromboli sandwiches or something. And they were, I got it because there is a mustache on the front and or the back, one of those. And I thought if there's a mustache on it, it must be good. And it was. And then I was at a bigger Walmart, and they had a large, normal pizza size that had a giant mouth. It looked like it was having the pizza just float inside of it. And I figured that mm -hmm. must be even better. So I bought it, and I liked the consistency, the amount of pepperonis. It was better than cardboard. Yep. No. Uh, definitely a far superior pizza to Red Baron in every way. That's true. But I mainly only made it to happy hour, so I could say that it's Red Baron for a second. Ooh, yeah, no. I believed it, too. That seems like something you'd be into. But I did like Red right. Baron more than DiGiorno, I think. Yeah, DiGiorno's not great. DiGiorno, I feel like the downfall of DiGiorno is they try to emulate delivery too closely, and it's kind of um, it's kind of like an uncanny valley thing where they get so close, they're like 90% of the way there, it makes the final 10% very glaring <laughs> and annoying. It's like, oh, this it's so close yet so far. That, that seems pretty accurate. I, I need my home pizza to be different from delivery or pickup. It's a different yeah. kind of pizza, a different species. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm, yes, I, I, I agree. I agree 100%. Pizza species. If people can do it for nope. Reese's Pieces, I can do it for <laughs> pizza species. P oh. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer Patrol, Reese's Pieces. Yeah. Neither word is pronounced like that. No, I know. Wrong. I will. I I believe it or not, I had this exact conversation with my roommate last night. But um, <laughs> I think about it literally uh, <laughs> once a week. <laughs> uh, Reese, Reese's, I'll let go. It's like no, okay. Nope, I mean, no, it belongs yeah, Reese, to Reese. I mean, because well, Re look at Re Reese is a name, right? It's Reese apostrophe s Reese's. Yeah, it's it's you his. Know. Reese's? Well, that's not, uh, not like that's if, fine. Okay. If Jesus owns something, it's not Jesus's. It's Jesus's. 
and I try not to I try not to harp on people about you know the way they say things because I mispronounce all kinds of things constantly. But but uh, but Reese's yeah. Pieces unacceptable. At the, at the very least, if you're gonna say Reese's, you should at least say pieces correctly. Oh, uh, that's even worse. Reese's pieces because then it's not even rhyming. It's just you're wrong on one on purpose. <laughs> you got to commit to it. Oh, Brian, the stuff you own, is it Brian-these? Brian-these PCs? I mean, yeah, depending on who you ask, that is, you would think, because it's how people say that. Or do you um, speak Brian-these? Uh, no, you're right. The, 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 the Reese's Reese's thing uh, bothers me more than it ought to. So PC also, can species. I, uh, speaking of not, not correcting people uh, for pronouncing things a certain way, um, a, a good a good friend of mine, um, I noticed at some point, pronounced the word gesture with a hard G, like gesture? Like the game? Is that a game? Gesture. Yeah, there's a game called Gestures. And because of that, not. I sometimes accidentally say the wrong one because I, I see the game more than I see the word. Mm, okay, I didn't know there was a game. It's like charades, I think. But I've let, I've, I, you know, let it go and didn't say anything, but it comes up it recurs and now it's been um like a decade and i feel like i can't say anything now i just have to live with it like this is my life now send an anonymous text from a random number <laughs> what, what would the text say to say hey and a link to how to pronounce that word but uh at the you know sure at the same time though they might know it might be a choice no uh, why would they choose you know, I don't know. Man. There's some words I pronounce differently. That's fine, but mm-hmm. but you, that's be a that's reason. not one of them. That's be a reason behind it. If they're doing it because they like the board game so much, that's cool. That's fine. What about uh, what about I like to pronounce uh, I like to pronounce the word sword as sword. Is that okay? Can I do that? That's fine. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> I was going to make a similar, except backwards example. The word dwarf. I like to say dwarf because it sounds like an alien. Dwarf. Dwarf. That's a. Uh, isn't that just like a like a like a Tim Conway character like fishing with dwarf? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay. All right. Well, like, if you can do that, then I can. Okay. Like the what Toronto about? Maple Leafs, it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> uh, what about the? We've talked about this off air. What about the N in the word government? That No, that one, you, I think you're supposed to say either way. I, as I said before in the podcast, have the same issue with February, where it needs that R after the B, but no one says it that way because you sound crazy if you try to add it in. It just becomes like Februari. No, February. 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 Yeah, February. I, I, re- I remember as an adult man uh, realizing that I've been saying February wrong. Um, I was watching an episode of uh, The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien, and he very intentionally pronounced it February. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that is – oh, yeah, that is what it is. I've been wrong all this time. I think I'm going to turn it into a sort of Macbeth situation and just call it the second month. I mean, sure. That could work. So it's just January, the second month, March, April, May, et cetera. Then all the ones don't matter Mm -hmm. anymore because it's after my birthday. Yeah, you just check out for the rest of the year at that point. <laughs> I wait until January <laughs> rolls around again. Okay, my, my birthday's coming up. <laughs> you, you operate on a five-month-long year. 
and then seven months of just nothingness. Just, yep, just an empty void for seven months. <laughs> uh, is that what pregnancy's like? Or like if you're the baby? Oh, uh, <laughs> if you're the mom. Well, I'll just say, <laughs> just I, I, nothingness <laughs> for seven months. <laughs> I was going to say, mom. like, I, I, I was going to say, I've, I've never, uh, been through that but i guess i was born i don't know i don't remember i don't remember the process of of being in the womb so uh let's go with that just nothingness babies right in let us know if you remember being in the womb yeah sure i would love to receive some emails from our baby listeners we have a lot of them mm-hmm. my sister yeah, is we're, the biggest baby of them all we're <laughs> we're that's not cool man throwing that's shade, uh snap that's, backing that's a <laughs> clap backing clap backing <laughs> no, snapbacking. That's where I'm you put the hat on backwards. <laughs> You're snapbacking and slap chatting and and uh, putting her on blast. Patreon. Yep, uh, because you'd like to keep it on fleek. Yes. Oh, Patreon. Yeah. Uh, do you think it was going to patronize us? Is Patreon going to patronize us? No. Do you think anyone's going to patronize us through our Patreon? Oh, um, we. <laughs> No, because we don't have one. We should probably stop saying that we do, uh, because people will start believing it exists at a certain point. But what about our ten thousand dollars stretch goal? <laughs> what is it stretching from zero to ten thousand? No, it's probably there's probably like a one and a five in there. But there's definitely a ten thousand where we will fly to your hometown and record a couple podcasts with you, and you don't have to you don't have to pay for, pay for any of it other than the ten thousand dollars. We will pay for the flight and the food and the hotel. Ooh, ooh, that's uh, you're writing some big checks there, Ben. Well, if, if they give ten thousand dollars, that kind of counts as paying for it anyway. We'll just use that. Well, uh, happy hour. I haven't done my happy hour yet, Ben. Oh yeah. Uh, my happy hour is uh, this past weekend. I went to the Renaissance Fair uh, Festival. Fair festival. Was Renee Zellweger there? Uh, yep, all the famous Renees: Zellweger, uh, Russo, the other ones. Uh, Renee Young was sure. like a WWE person, I think. Okay, okay. I'm trying to find famous Renees on Google, and it is not going well. Renee Bjorling, mm. a Swedish actress from 1898 to 1975. No, no. All the Renees were there. No, no, it was just a, you know, a Renaissance uh, fair. I'd never been. It was a good time. A lot of people in costumes, all kinds of costumes. Pirates. I don't know why there's so many pirates there because that doesn't seem uh, thematically consistent with the the Renaissance. There are always pirates there. We have the whole section that has like a pirate ship in it. Because again, it just no separate seems... pirate fair. Okay, well, okay, well, I, I think, guess. I think also ours people sometimes dress up as pirate no matter what, but we do have one specific weekend of the month that it is specifically Pirates Weekend, so they can do their thing. Okay, we have one of those two, a pirate weekend. But yeah, pirates, man. It just seems like all costumes were allowed. I saw one dude. I couldn't tell if it was an intentional costume or if he just had this vibe about him naturally. But he looked like Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter. Probably on purpose. Uh, we saw Hagrid and Dumbledore before. We get Gandalf, just general high fantasy stuff. Uh, we've had the Doctor a few times because of time travel, I guess. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's fun. I was hoping for, like... Uh, Somebody in like full Starfleet uniform, like they just beam down to a, a, a unknown planet, and they're uh, like, mm. "So a class, 
some I, 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 can't, I, I can't fake my way through Star Trek stuff then. Almost, You've been watching it. Well, see, I almost said that too, and I think it's because we were just talking about that. I watched one episode of it before this. Well, I want someone in uh, in character as Dom Toretto to show up in their car. Oh, yep. Being all fast and furious and whatnot. Yeah. What Did you eat a turkey leg and a funnel cake and some brew? Uh, sure. I had, uh, I had a, I had a, <laughs> I had a whiskey drink. I had a cider drink. I had a lager drink. <sighs> Chumbawamba. No, no. I had some cider. I had a, uh, chicken salad sandwich that was solid and, uh, key Ooh. lime stick, key lime stick, key lime pie on a <laughs> stick. I was a key lime stick on a pie. Oh, well, first, first of all, it's better to have a solid chicken salad sandwich than a liquid one. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, I'd have to have a straw at that point. It would have been gross. And second, I thought you said key lime steak. <laughs> I was like, is that, <laughs> yeah, is that a thing? <laughs> it was back during the Renaissance. I, I'm no steak expert, so I'm not sure, but I don't think that's real. But, yeah, the Renaissance was cool. I walked around, saw some shops, people in costumes. I watched a – I witnessed a glass-blowing demonstration, which was uh, interesting to behold. Ooh, did you see any magicians or escapologists? I did not. There was a guy um, doing a stunt show on what was called the Wheel of Death. It was a very oh. large uh, rotating wheel up in the sky, and he was running on it and jumping rope. That it sounds terrifying. Good. We have uh, yeah, one stage near the front has Mark the Escapologist and Bob the Juggler. And the Juggler also does things like juggle fire and walk on a tightrope. Or stand on a ball, all sorts of stuff like that. The escapologist does things like makes you think he's about to impale his hand on a nail, but then doesn't. Also, he escapes from mm -hmm, things, mm -hmm. I guess. We got a couple of like comedy twin jugglers. Um, my favorite part is the g living game of chess that they do on like a big board. And everyone sits around and watches it. There's like a little story for it. When pieces are captured, those everyone else clears the board except those two, and they do a little fight scene, and whoever wins that fight scene is the one that wins, which isn't how chess works, but it'd be way cooler if it were. Oh, sure. That's kind of like um, that that 3D chess game they play on the Millennium Falcon. I would like it if it ended up like normal chess, but once like the pawn and the knight meet up, it becomes like Pokemon. Separate battle screen, just whoever's the best. I mean, sure. I mean, you're, you, uh, you have some real so really, really uh, interesting ideas for juicing up the uh, reviving the game of chess i think uh you're it's about time kick, i think your kickstarter for chess 2 is going to be very successful I, I think chess is public domain so i could do that so everyone I would join my chess 2 kickstarter patreon yep i would kick in at least five dollars to see that happen well good because my goal is five dollars oh no do you have any stretch goals six dollars Okay. All right. I'll give you live updates for $6. Did you have any dungeons or king and queen or like jousting matches or hawk guys? Uh, there was a uh, hypnosis show what? that was uh, fairly entertaining. Oh, yeah. There was a hypnotist. Oh, I don't have that one. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Uh, there was... I didn't get to see uh, this performer, but there was uh, Zoltan the Adequate. Oh, I saw a picture of that. I would have wanted to go to that. Yeah, I, the timing just didn't work out. I really wanted to see it because there was a big banner that said Zoltan the Adequate, 
And then it says, amazing, brilliant, no, just adequate. So I really appreciate having the, the, the expectation set at a reasonable <laughs> level. It's hard to fail. Is there like a forest maze at yours? Uh, there was some type of maze. It wasn't a forest maze, though. And no torture dungeon. Uh, was there a king or a queen no, giving royal no. proclamations? Uh, I believe I saw some type of pretend uh, pretend royalty uh, observing the to jousting the throne. tournament. Yes. Uh, oh. Royal fraud. Oh, and you got to watch the jousting. Was it better or worse than Medieval Times? I feel like Medieval Times uh, had the edge when it came to jousting. Um, okay. Was anyone a there? A little more full contact. Was anyone there playing giant bells? No, no giant bells at all. Oh, oh, that's not cool. Giant bells are the best. I go for the funnel cake, and stay for the giant bells. <laughs> I stay for the giant bells, exactly. And I go to the torture dungeon once every other time. It never changes. But you get to see stuff they built that looks like torture equipment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, overall, I, it was uh, it was really enjoyable. It's a good way to spend a Sunday. Um, if I'm ever out that way, I'd like to check out your local version of the Renaissance. They run through the month of May is when ours goes. Hmm. Okay, well, we're running out of time. Have you been yet? Not yet, because it's not May yet. Uh, you got to get on it. Well, I mean, they're not open yet. They'd be confused if I showed up. No, you show up and you're like, "I'm here to, I'm here to set up, guys. I want to help make the dream happen." I wonder if it works like carnies. Sure, like they, uh, there's like a group of people that travel uh, on the circuit from uh, fair to fair. Yeah, during, the Ren uh, fair Renaissance circuit. stuff. The Rene Fair. Yeah, that sounds right, because uh, I, I, I spoke to the glassblowing uh, demonstrator. He talked about going to multiple Renaissance fairs in different states. Cool. I wonder if he's gone to mine. I should have asked him, but I did not. Like, oh, hey, you know this guy named Ben? He's like, of course. Who doesn't know him? He's a Renaissance legend. I am. One time I finished an entire funnel cake, but I didn't get a T-shirt for it. Oh. You're a madman. You did get to eat the whole funnel cake, though. That's reward enough. Oh, did they have an area where you could exchange your money for coins that were specific to the location, and you could keep them as souvenirs or use them as currency? Uh, no, like an arcade token situation? I did not see that. Yeah, I think they had a couple different ones you can buy, and I think we have a couple of souvenirs, but you can also just buy a whole bunch of them and spend as a, like a little coin purse, buy food with them. Oh, sh- Sure, sure. Like uh, like that wizard money I bought when we were at uh, Harry Potter World. Yeah, it's like that, except more fake. Yeah. Wait, is it is it more fake than Harry Potter money? Harry Potter is real, if you listen to Caitlin. Oh, right, of course. I do appreciate when I went to buy my wizard money, I paid with my card, and the uh, Gringotts bank teller uh, was like, ah, here's your muggle plastic, sir. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yes, we're... <laughs> Uh, I, I I also noticed at the at the fair that everyone was very dedicated to character. That's, did anyone berate you for not dressing up? No, no, not at all. Weird. That's a way different experience from mine. With the stuff, they make fun of you more if you're not dressed up. That seems counterintuitive. 
They'll because like no, you guys. They, they kind of think trying to get you to go to the building where you can rent Renaissance clothing. Mm, I don't love the idea of renting clothing. <laughs> no, especially <laughs> Renaissance fair clothing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that mm, that can't be hygienic. Why is it even called a Renaissance fair? It's medieval, not the Renaissance. I don't know, Ben. If you start pulling on these strings, the whole thing just falls apart. We, should, we should oh. we should let it go. Bummer Patrol, Reese's Pieces, Medieval Fair. Mm. Yes, but I had a great time at the Medieval Fair. I would go again. Uh, thumbs up. Top recommendation for me. How many thumbs? All of them. All the thumbs. Well, wow, that's a lot of thumbs. Mm-hmm. Every thumb in the world. Oh, jeez. Well, now you're just kind of anyway, biased against the thumbless. <laughs> no, no. You hate thumbless people, I, Brian? I, no, no, I, not at all. I, I, yeah, I'm a friend to uh, er, everyone and anyone, regardless of their uh, thumb situation. Okay. So that does it for this here happy hour segment. Onward we go to uh, the Bummer Patrol. Oh, man. <laughs> Ben, we, we had a great time talking about uh, frozen pizzas and Renaissance fairs, but it's time to kind of turn down the enthusiasm and talk about what's bumming us out this week. <sighs> oh, do I go first? Uh, if you'd like to. Last yes. week threw me off. We switched up orders so often. Normally, I'm bummed about really, really deep things that make mm-hmm. me really sad and are depressing. This week, this week, I'm going to go even deeper. You're going to be saddened by this. All the listeners will be saddened by this. It's just really sad. Okay, I'm prepared. I'm bracing myself. All right, you better. Are you sitting down? I am. Okay, good. Are you laying down? Uh, should I? Is you you that, might want to lay is it down. Is that bad? Should I lay down? It's that bad. Okay, all right, I'm laying down. All, right, all listeners lay down. I don't care if you're walking or driving or whatever. Just lay down right now just in case. <laughs> Wherever you are, if you're out grocery shopping uh, on a plane. Grocery shopping on a plane? Oh, sure, yeah. You haven't been to one of those grocery planes? They're pretty cool. They're all the rage. I've been on a plane for a while, though, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. Plane technology is advanced. It's crazy. All right. My Bone Patrol is people that call movies flicks. Oh, what? It's the worst. Do you know a lot of people that do that? Not a lot. But I'll see it online sometimes, and I instantly, like, either dislike or angry face or downvote <laughs> that comment, no matter if I agree with the content or not. I do the same and thing with that, the word bingo. You say bingo, I'm going to ignore it. Flick. Flick is oh. too casual. Movies aren't that casual. If you call them films, okay, fine. But not flick. Flick is a horse. I, 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 I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I call I call him film a lot because I'm pretentious like that, but uh, I feel like I've said flick before on some occasions. And each time the rage builds inside. <laughs> well, uh, what about a, a friend of mine? I have a friend that just that calls movies shows, and it's very confusing. No, that that's that's wrong. Not 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 okay. Shows <laughs> you're not, shows. You're not okay with that. Shows are shows. You could say showing. There's a showing of this movie. But it's not a show. It's a showing of no, a movie. No, no. It would be like, uh, it would be like, oh, have you seen, uh, have you seen, uh, 
Have, have you seen the, you know, uh, Iron Man, Iron Man three? He's like, yeah, that was a pretty good show. I, I liked it. I enjoyed no, it. wrong. That person <laughs> is wrong. No, because movies show shows air. Airs are okay, something you okay. put on. Like movies. Is, is there a, an equally is there an equally kind of flippant uh, term for television shows that you that you don't like? Like, uh, oh man, gotta 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 peep my. Uh, Stories, when people call them stories, does that bother you? Stories, it's okay if you're referring to daytime soap operas. Those are your stories. If it's more than that, you are better be saying it ironically or you're just wrong. Incorrect. Uh, well, okay, what? how about uh, the other day when I was uh, driving to the theater to see the new Fast and Furious movie with a friend, and I said, like, oh, man, can't wait to got to catch up on my stories. Here we go. That's sort of fine because there is a little bit of soap opera y in it. Oh, well, yeah, they're straight up soap operas with $100 million chase scenes. That's all those movies are. I've seen some people say that. Uh, I forgot. No, yeah. They're saying that, that this is sort of Avengers, but with cars. Yeah, I mean, they, they are pretty much just superheroes that drive really well at this point. That's their main power is driving good. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> But uh, I'm taking a hardline stance on Flick. Not cool. Flick is way too so casual. If, if you, you feel like that film should be treated with more respect than that? Not so much respect that they're only called films. Some are just movies. I don't think that even an Adam Sandler movie that's bad, like Pixels, that's not a mm-hmm. little flick you watch. That's still a movie, just a bad one. But films See, I, mean I, more. I feel like... I feel like you can differentiate between the three. I feel like it's a tiered system. You have your films, your movies, and your flicks. It's like, ah, it's a pretty good flick. I don't know. Right. I might just hate the word flick. I don't, maybe that's what it is. And the less in, I in hear it, the better I feel. I'm, I'm okay with the ant in A Bug's Life. Okay. He can be called Flick all he maybe, wants. Uh, He's an ant. There was a, but if they were to give him his own spinoff movie and it became Flick the Flick, you wouldn't like that? No. If it was like a B movie, but it's an ant flick? No, not not cool. No bueno. As long as Flick right. is filled up without the C, because then it's his name. Mm, okay. Well, this, uh, wow. Uh, a lot of surprising revelations tonight, Ben. I had no idea you felt so strongly about this. Oh, I do. I hate the word so much. And don't forget bingo. Unless, unless you're talking about the game, I don't like the word bingo. That's a bingo. Nope. Well. Not even quoting... Not even, quote, not even quoting that flick? Nah. Podcast over. We're on a break. That's it. That's, this is what happened last time. <laughs> we stopped for a year because I started uh, talking about this flick I saw. You started talking about flicks and Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yep. Like, you know what I love is when I go go to the theater <laughs> to see a new flick. E. Get a big old box of Reese's Pieces. In that flick E.T. where he eats the Reese's Pieces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, my my uh, go to candy of choice when I'm uh, viewing a flick is a Junior Mint. My go to candy of choice is whatever I sneak in. Oh, I hope you sneak in something you like. It would be weird if you snuck in a bunch of candy you hated, like licorice. And I, I yeah, I sneak in black licorice and just leave it there so they know that someone snuck something in, but didn't care enough to eat it. You know, I mean when. <sighs> You know, let's just assume everyone sneaks food to the theater. It happens. We've all done it. You just have to be smart about it. I recall going to see The Hobbit 
with uh, my brother, and we thought it was a good idea to uh, get burritos beforehand. Oh no, uh, that's not a good, not a good theater food. I remember early in the film, there's a real quiet um, dialogue scene between I don't know hobbits and elves. I don't remember what the movie's <laughs> about, but uh, I, I remember like hearing just crinkle, crinkle, and then like looking over and seeing my brother slowly unwrap his burrito. I'm like, oh, this is a bad idea. We shouldn't have done this. Like, wait for the sad scenes before you do that. Or they're not sad, not sad, the loud scenes before you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sad scenes. You want to really just like rob of any emotional weight whatsoever. Ruin the part where Bilbo dies. Is exactly. That I don't know. Maybe. I saw uh, one of the three movies. I I will buy popcorn and drinks from them. But not their candy, because their candy is way too small and too expensive compared to popcorn. I'll happily mm-hmm, spend ten dollars mm-hmm. on popcorn and a drink, though. Especially about... if it comes in a sweet souvenir cup. Ooh, I hear you got a pretty dope Fast and Furious cup. Yeah, it says "Family No More," and it has like two of them like looking away from each other, and it's all dark. What? No, but that's like their whole thing. That's what those movies are about. Well, that's what the eighth movie's about. That they're family no more. We'll get to that later. That's true. Ooh, we should, yeah, we should. We should. Um, theater foods have control, Ben. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm strongly opposed to the idea of going to a theater and getting a full meal. Like the, the local uh, mall where I go see movies, they sell hot dogs and hamburgers and chips and uh, mo- mozzarella sticks. I, what? I, 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 was on a, I was on a date once uh, with this girl, and we were you know, seeing a movie. And we're gone our way, and she's like, "Oh, I was, I was, I was like, okay, let's get some to drink." She's like, "Oh, can I get some mozzarella sticks?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess that's not." Oh, okay. That's where you should have put I, your foot uh, down. All right. No. I should have walked out. I should have like, it's over. Nope, we're not <laughs> gonna see this movie. No, all right. So there are two separate things for me. One, it sounds like a bowling alley restaurant. Mm-hmm. At your movie theater. Mine, I think, has sliders, but as far as I know, no one has ever bought one. Because I've never seen one. <laughs> they, they they theoretically have sliders. <laughs> Nobody's actually called them on it yet. There's a sign for it. Hot dogs I'm almost like, okay mm-hmm. with because that's a food you don't need a plate or a wrapper for. You can just carry it in the bun, and you're good. Yeah, that's a good point. But hot dog, that's about as far as I'll go that isn't popcorn or candy. Nachos, no. No, especially since when I worked there, that yellow sort of cheese, but more like just tasteless pudding, when it's on the carpet, you cannot clean it up. It doesn't mop. It doesn't sweep. It just sits there and does not cooperate. But secondly, uh, we do have that other movie theater in town that has like fancy seats and waiters. Okay. I, I See, I'm on board with that. I'm okay with meals there because like, you press a button, they'll even call them in. They give you menus. That's fine. That's actually where we watched Fast and Furious. Ooh. Did you eat? Did you have a good meal? I got french fries and chicken strips while watching cars crash. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you're living the dream. Oh, the worst uh, theater food, of course, is a really big pickle because it's very oh. pungent food that ruins the, the-, <laughs> the theater for every other moviegoer. A uh, big pickle is wrong on every occasion. Just pickles. No, I mean- pickles are not okay. There, there's there's a time and a place for a big pickle, Ben. When? Just not at the theater. What is the perfect time to eat a pickle? <laughs> um, you know, like a like a baseball game? That seems like a good baseball game food. Nope, not okay there either. 
because it's a pickle and it exists, which makes it wrong. Mm. Pickle should not exist. Oof! Wow. I I you're, I didn't I didn't expect you to be so intolerant toward pickles, Ben. I mean, pickles can exist. You don't have to eat them, but they can. You know, they can just do their own thing. No, they can't even that. No, it must exterminate all pickles. <clears throat> Make them extinct. Cucumbers are cool. Wow. They, they can stay around. You know that. You know. Vinegar they be, is like a corrupting uh, influence juice. A corrupting influence juice. Yeah, it's like okay. Anakin went in that tube of liquid and then he turned into Darth Vader. Oh, that was vinegar. Yeah, that's vinegar. <laughs> that's how he became Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, okay. He you just <laughs> he just became pickled. Okay, that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. You've seen him without the helmet on. He's clearly pickled. He does look like a pickle. You're right. That's you, you make a good point. Photoshop challenge? A pickle Darth Vader? <laughs> I was trying to think of a some way to make pickle and Darth Vader into a pun, but I can't because I don't know any pickle words that aren't pickle. Mm, dill? I don't know. Dill Vader? Darth no. Vader? I don't know. Pickles are I think, just wrong. I feel like there's something here. I think we should workshop this on the air for 10 minutes. Hashtag and... Darth Pickle. Sure. Darth send Pickle. In your, That's send fine. in your ideas, guys. So your bumper patrol was flicks, right? Is that what we're doing now? People calling it flicks, and yours was that your actual bumper patrol, or was that just a spinoff of what I was talking about? Uh, no, my actual bumper patrol. <laughs> I'm gonna um, <laughs> I'm gonna take a moment. I'll be brief, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna indulge in uh, my 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 personal vanity and say my bummer patrol is uh i was getting a haircut uh recently and my barber pointed out that uh the hair on the sides of my head where my temples are is starting to turn gray i'm like cool great that's cool i'll deal with this well i'm not <laughs> dealing with it well that's what sharpies are for you just color in the, the temples yeah well if it's only your temples won't that make you cool like uh what mitt romney does he do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's literally the first time anyone's ever said those words in that order. Doesn't it make you cool like Mitt Romney? What? He was almost yes, he, president. He's, he, he's, truly, he's truly our generation's the Fonz. He, he was a governor. He's rich. He's from Utah. He ran the Olympics once. I'm making a real good case for Romney the, here. You are, yes, you are. I'm not. I mean, he's the I'm coolest not, guy I clear, know. I'm not taking. I'm not taking any kind of strong anti-Romney stance. I'm just saying I don't think anyone would use the word "cool" to describe <laughs> him. Oh, oh, what about Timothy Oliphant? Yeah, no, Timothy uh, Oliphant. Uh, sure. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Some guys can pull it off. It's very distinctive, but. Um, I don't know, man. I got this. Uh, uh, I've got this boyish charm thing going on. It's ruining it. If I look like an old man, people are gonna think I know things. Like, oh, look at him. Look at that that gray hair. He's clearly earned it through wisdom. Is that how that happens? Yeah. The the more gray you are, the more wise you are. That's why Steve Martin is so wise. He is. He's, uh, he's been full on gray for uh, at least since like 1972. I swear, there's some fictional character is it mr fantastic does he have graying temples i think so that sounds right 
That may, I think for some reason I was thinking of him, and I cast him as Mitt Romney in my head <laughs> when I tried to picture the cast. I mean, sure. I mean, if they when they do get around to rebooting Fantastic Four again, I think Mitt Romney would be an excellent choice to play Mr. Fantastic. Photoshop challenge? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. I'd like There's to see more people with graying temples, but I can't think of them other than Mitt Romney. I feel... I do feel like there's at least one really big, obvious example that I'm not remembering, but that's fine. Uh, Betty White has gray hair, and she's awesome. Sure, but, you know, I'm not... It, it feels... <laughs> for You're me, not it feels like 80 or 90 years old? <laughs> I, I'm, no, I'm no Betty White, then. I don't want to... I, I don't want to shock you. I'm no Betty White. I feel like I haven't earned it. I, I'm not on that level. It feels disingenuous for me to have gray hair. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, that's what, like I said, that's what markers and Sharpies are for. Cover it up until it's time. Okay. Well, I will have to go get a, you know, six-pack of Sharpies. I assume <laughs> yeah. that's how they're sold. A six-pack. You have to pop the tabs mm -hmm. and make sure you get all the markers out of the plastic. When the, uh, the, when the, afterwards. When the, when the Colorado Rockies turn blue, you know your Sharpie's ready to enjoy. Is that a reference that's to a, a thing? That's, I don't, a, okay. that's, a, that's a beer. That's a beer reference. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I don't know because I've barely even heard of that beer. It's a reference to a beer commercial from like ten years ago. Speaking of beer, uh, did the Ren Faire? Yes. Do they have a spe like special brand of beer like Miller Loot? No, they should have. That would have been funny, but uh, no, it was all uh, regular. Um, you know. Oh. Brands. Okay, making sure. No, no medieval brands. I bet there are a lot of those that we could make up, but won't. Yes, I think you're right. <laughs> Let's move on to that thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sure. Uh, last, last note. We're gonna end it on this one. Um, tying into your Renaissance uh, medieval beef, I feel like that's what gives medieval times the edge because it's accurately named. It's not called Renaissance times. Oh, that's true. Why don't they change Renaissance fairs? If it's Renaissance fairs, they should have like famous painters like Michelangelo or like Da Vinci there. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that would have, that would have been a more accurately named Renaissance oh, did, fair. I did you have any Assassin Creed assassins there? Yes, Ben, I did. I usually see at least one or two. Yep. I saw, here's the thing, I saw one guy full-on Ezio Assassin's Creed uh, robes walking around, and then later on I saw another dude dressed as an assassin. I'm like, oh, uh, I wonder if they know each other, uh, I, you know, or if they came together, and then later I, I saw them hanging out on a, on a bench talking. And I, I would like to assume that they didn't know each other before, but they just kind of were thrown together. Oh, you're... You're, you're a fellow assassin like me. Let's talk about murdering <laughs> Assassinating. people. Assassinating. Uh, yeah, that always seems to happen, and that one I'm okay with because it makes sense, sort of. A yeah, no, that one pirates. doesn't. Yeah, no, no, pirates is the one that really kind of rubbed me the wrong I, way. I don't remember a group of pirates in medieval England watching jousting tournaments. Oh, yeah, pirates weekend. I forgot to bring this up. Uh, there's like a big cannon event where all the pirates mm. will show up in the middle of the jousting field, now a big cannon. And one time I think they messed up, and it was louder than everyone expected, including the pirates. And the ground felt like it shook when it went off. <laughs> wow, that that sounds actually frightening. It was. But the Pirate Stunt Show is cool, so it was worth it. Mm. <clears throat> All right, so 
That'll do it for Bummer Petrol. Let's move onward to box office banter. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to everybody's favorite regular segment, Box Office Banter. We do it every week. People love it. It's really one of the uh, the the um, one of the three pillars holding this podcast up. What, what are the other two? Uh, Happy Hour and Bummer Patrol. Oh, I thought you meant like specific things. No, no, just segments. Oh, okay, that that's true. No, I think maybe we actually haven't done it in several years, but. It seems like a good day to dust it off because you and I saw the new Fast and Furious film. We did it like a month ago. Did we? What did we talk about? I don't know. I feel like we talked about it like a month or two ago. I'm sure I saw some movie. Hey, so do you – your uh, irrational hatred of the word flick. Ah. How how do you deal with uh, Netflix? That's different. Should it be called Netfilms? Well, because it's uh, F-L-I-X. It's not Netflix. If it's Netflix, I would hate it. But okay. it's, it's like uh, so, its own word now. Okay, so if I were to, uh, you know, pluralize with an X instead of, you know, drop the CKS and then put an X. Well, and like, and I'm talking about like a group of movies. Like, oh yeah, you know, you know who's made some pretty good flicks? Um, uh, Martin Scorsese. You'd have to make it into a sort of portmanteau, like internet flicks. But mm. they make it Netflix. If you had some other portmanteau way to do it. It might be okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, did I ever tell you that if I were to have my own restaurant, my my signature dish would be called Portman Tomato Soup? So is it also a suitcase? What? No. Why would it be a suitcase? That's what a portmanteau is. A suitcase? Yeah. I had no idea. I'm pretty sure. I'll look it up while we talk. That sounds good. <clears throat> anyway... Uh, box office banner. We're going to talk about the new Fast and Furious movie. Uh, and you know what? The gloves are off, man. Spoiler free. Uh, no more. We're going to talk about it in detail. We're going to we're going to talk about the ending and all the good odds and ends. So um, I feel like most people will be okay with it because they've either seen it already or don't care. The biggest global. Oh well, hold on. You're being a slow mo uh, robot. Or they don't care. Like maybe you're being a slow robot. So we're going to talk about it. Uh, we're going to talk about the whole thing in detail because I figure it's such a big movie. If you wanted to see it, you would have already seen it. It had the biggest global opening of all time, bigger than Star Wars, which is crazy. Or <laughs> you just don't really care. Um, but, you know, in case you do care, you know, I know uh, D-Vitty uh, of Ingenuity Show, big, huge, huge fan of the uh, franchise. Oh. oh, yeah, and us. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> of the Happy Cast franchise. Of the Happy Cast. Did you, he, has, he has the uh, second Lost a Lock mug. Did you see that? Yeah, I need to go break it. Oh, we should cut this uh, out off the podcast then. No. Because if it does end up broken, he'll know. Yeah, but by now it'll already be broken. But, you know, maybe, you know he's a busy dude doing engineered stuff. Maybe he hasn't seen it yet. So uh, if, if you, you know, want to avoid spoilers, this will be the end of the podcast pretty much because we're not going to do anything else. Other than this. As far as you know. So, the spoilers begin in five, wait, four, hold on, wait. three, two, and one. Oh. Well, hey, people who listen to the spoiler part, a portmanteau is a suitcase. Oh. Wow. It's something no a – it's that a tow or a man – a portman can tow behind him. It's a portable man okay. tow. 
I don't actually know. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's get down to the details. Well, let's uh, actually let's start vague. How did you feel about the movie, Ben? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Up. Up. Way up. All of the thumbs, even the people who don't have them. Oh, wow. I Thank you for being inclusive. I, yeah. Unlike you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It was fun. It's a fun, you know, they continue to be fun movies. Um, they somehow always up the insanity further than you think they can. It's like, there's no way they're going to top driving a car through an exploding plane. And then uh, in this one, you have the opening scene, which I enjoyed a lot, was uh, Vin Diesel's character winning a street <laughs> race in Cuba, uh, driving backwards while his car was on fire. So <laughs> that was pretty special. Yeah, he was using his exploding car as boost, which was kind yes, of crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> It was worth it, though. Uh, it was incredible. Um, and that, at that point in the movie, that's when I realized um, I was in the most crowded movie theater I've been in a very, very long time. It was opening night. It was packed IMAX. And the lady sitting next to me uh, was just so happy to be there. She was laughing like a crazy person the entire time, clapping her hands. <laughs> And uh, I thought it might annoy me, but it actually made me like the movie more. I'm like, yeah, she's really into it. This has to be good. Yeah, uh, at ours, because we weren't at the main movie theater, it was a sort of different kind of crowd. But we had, like, a, a family in there. We had a 60-year-old woman who was by herself. We had, like, a couple. I think there was another old couple there somewhere. It looked like they were in their 70s. Like, everyone loves watching cars explode. It's true. It's true. And then also the, uh, the Rock. The oh, Rock's yeah. a big selling point. He's the selling point of everything that he's in. I mean, I feel like the case can be made that when The Rock shows up, that's when that, that franchise really begins to gel in a way that it didn't before. It needed what The Rock was cooking. It did, yes. Which was the big uh, car of the group. Of course. Of course The Rock had the biggest car. Because he's the biggest star. And then he, uh, I feel like he and uh, Jason Statham kind of stole the show with their... Uh, kind of antagonistic uh, relationship that turned into a bromance halfway through. I love that it seemed everyone just forgives Jason Statham because they saved Vin Diesel's baby. But he did, like, shoot one of their family in a previous movie and kill him. Oh, that's right. He did murder Han. <laughs> yeah, he just killed him. But the guy, well, I guess you saved Vin Diesel's baby. That's fine. I'm okay with it because Jason Statham is my favorite part of most of the movies he's in. So when he and The Rock are both together in scenes together, it's just the best. Then you really smell what they are both cooking. Yes, I smell what the Stath is cooking. Yeah, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be on t-shirts everywhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell them in our Patreon store. So, yeah, that, that, is a very, that is a very fast and furious thing to do, though, is to have the villain of the previous movie come back, and now he's part of the team. Or sometimes make a member of the team into a villain for a while. That's true. That that also kind of happened in this movie. And uh, the every... previous one, I think, with Letty, when she uh, yeah, that... on Shaw's team. That's true. Yeah, that yeah, you're right. It's everyone's always on every side. I'm I'm kind of expecting by the tenth movie, they're all going to be cops, probably. And because every single movie seems to end with at least one character. Well, you committed a bunch of crimes, but here's a badge. <laughs> exactly. Um, like, I know it's the end of at least, I think, one and two and this one. And I think maybe four might have it. Or at least five, maybe. I don't know. It happens a lot. 
Now, how did you feel about the uh, very obvious attempt to replace the Paul Walker character with a new uh, good-looking young white dude who can drive cars real good? Uh, it seemed a bit awkward at first, but I feel by, by the end of it, I was like, okay, that's fine. This is happening. I'm okay with it. I hadn't actually thought of him as a brain... Uh... A Brian. I said a Paul Walker. I said Brian Walker, mixing the two together. I, I thought you say Brian Williams. I didn't think of him as a new Brian Williams. <laughs> that that either. I didn't think of him as that at first. <laughs> Brian Williams, uh, famous news anchor who likes to talk about his uh, his shenanigans with uh, Vin Diesel, and it seems like yes, I was there when that plane exploded. <laughs> uh, topical? From a yeah, few not really. Ago. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's as, that's as topical as I'm capable of being. <laughs> well, I mentioned Mitt Romney, who hasn't been relevant in years. That, I mean, that's true. Yes, we're both out of touch. I agree. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Fast and Furious, <clears throat> Paul Walker slash Brian. I didn't see him as a, re- a replacement for that at first until he started driving the cars. I'm like, oh, okay. He's kind of like an annoying version of that. Mm. Especially the line where he like broke up in the keys and said, "Oh, I learned the rules now. There are no rules." Yeah, that was the that was the moment that kind of solidified it. Where I'm like, "Oh, you're okay. You're clearly just trying to get a new character to fill that void." That was the official dumb line from this movie. That's it. That's the official dumb line. That it. Well, last time it was what was it? The when you fight on the streets, the streets always win. That's the yeah. That's the thing about street fights. Oh, yeah. uh, streets always win. And then they actually call back to it in this one. Did you catch that? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the scene where Vin Diesel pretends to shoot Jason Statham. He he. I can't remember the exact line, but he's like, "Would you think this was gonna be like a street fight?" And then he shoots. Him. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. They did the quarter mile reference again. Yeah, they did. I mean, they always have to do the quarter mile reference. How how'd you feel about Charlize Theron as the villain Cipher, which is a really stupid name, but <laughs> uh, you, um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't really into her at first, but um, by the end, I feel like she was really having fun with it, and it's not it's it's a very it's a kind of thinly written character. Is it's the one kind of part in the movie where I felt like the movie thought it was being very profound with its villain. I'm like, no, this is really, this is incredibly stupid in a, in a, in a big bad way. But like, uh, yeah, it was fun. It, fit. it ended up fitting by the end. Like the whole, like, all of life is choices and all the choice theory. Like, yeah, of course I have all life's choices. But her whole thing was about trying to manipulate <laughs> exactly. choices. Uh, I don't know. And he's like, oh, I don't have any choice. That's my Vin Diesel impression. That's a good Vin Diesel, man. <laughs> Here's my Vin Diesel, my Vin Diesel impression. I am Groot. That's wait. That's I, I think always of, forget that that's him. Diesel. Oh yeah, no. Uh, this is going to be a huge month for Vin Diesel because uh, Guardians Two opens in like a week. Oh, did you hear that Groot has been in a feud with Rocky Raccoon? Oh no, is that why Rocky you watched the movie? Yeah, right. Ro- oh no, Rocky <laughs> Raccoon is the the boxing raccoon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's why when you watch the movie, uh, you'll notice Groot and Rocket are never in the same scene at the same time. It's really awkward. That's true. Should we actually tell what the movie's about? Not Guardians of the uh, Galaxy. Yeah, go, uh, <laughs> no, no, that, no, not that one. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give a, give a quick synopsis. All right, so <clears throat> Dom Toretto and his family, which is actually just a gang of criminals who drive cars illegally <laughs> and steal things a lot. 
But they're rich because of all of their previous stealing things. And for some reason, the cops are okay with them because they helped stop a villain once or twice, I think. I don't know. Yeah, no, they're, they're – <laughs> you remember one of my favorite lines, like my favorite dumb lines in the last one? Uh, it debuted in the trailer is uh, when – I think it was Seven, where they're working with um, Kurt Russell, who's some government agent. Called with no Nobody. Name. They call him Mr. Nobody. Yes, which I love. I love Kurt Russell, and I love that character. But um, uh, Paul Walker has a line in that movie where he's like, we want pardons for everyone. It's like, yeah, I'm sure that's not how that works, but okay. <laughs> Again. You're all pardoned for everything. Yeah, I forget. Again, you, yes. you either get a badge or a pardon in every movie. In every movie, the whole thing is, oh, if, if, if this goes badly, we can't cover for you. At the end, you know what? Pardon anyway. It's fine. As it turns out, yes. Oh, and this this one the, the badge thing, this one ends with the rock being offered back his badge, but he declines it. Like, no. Yes. And everyone is pardoned again, I think. I think so. Either that or they're nobodies. I don't know. Anyway, so Dom and his gang, which includes the rock and Anna Lucia and uh Ludacris and mm-hmm. a girl from Game of Thrones and Tyrese, what else was he in? That guy. Anyway, they all do, like I said, they drive stuff around fast and commit crimes. But uh, then Charlie Theron is the villain, and apparently she's been behind like the villains of the last two movies magically. And they have to deal with her because she makes Vin Diesel. She's like, oh, Vin Diesel, I have, I have your actual family, which is more important <laughs> than your fake family who you actually know and have known for decades. <laughs> That, yeah, that's – I mean in the trailer when they show that like, oh, he's betraying the family, I'm like, I don't understand. That's his whole thing. What could, what could make him do that? It's like, oh, you have a son. He's like, oh, son. That's like, that's like family. It's like, I'm, I'm all about family. <laughs> How do I choose between family and family? So she makes him – oh, no, sorry. He chooses to, according to her idea, to uh, help her out. He's do all these terrible things, and the family, the real, well, the family we know is like, whoa, why is he doing this? Why would he, huh? He's a street criminal? Why would he betray us? <laughs> but he does. And then in the end, they win. And James That's true. has a long fight scene on a plane where he's holding a baby the whole time, and it's the best thing That's ever. Pretty, yes. Uh, and then, well, he wins because he outsmarts the villain. Uh, through the choices he makes with help of Helen Mirren, who is Jason Statham's mom. <laughs> I always forget that's her in that role. Oh, man. And you know what? I think I feel like Helen Mirren was having a, the time of her life. She just seemed like she was having fun on the set. Like she had to show up for one day and do one quick scene. It was just awesome. Yeah, it was like it ended up being two because then there's oh. like the scene uh, in, in the, the car where she like picks up her son. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. And uh, I like what was that? what's the other son actor name? He was in The Hobbit and uh, Dracula. Do- Dominic something or another. I heard he was in. I heard he was Gaston. I think in the new Beauty and the Beast. Okay, yeah, he was good. I was really excited to see him come back. He was barely in it, but it was cool to see him back. And I guess they're both going to be part of the gang next time. I hope so because I I think they have a really fun dynamic between the two of them. Oh, uh, um, we should cover the big stunts. He's one. Backwards race or car race in Cuba with exploding car. That's the first one, yes. What's the next one after that? Well, was that the giant wrecking ball in Germany? Yes, that, that the one where they're stealing the MP device, which is the weirdest scene in the movie because um, 
it's the big setup for the whole thing. And The Rock just calls Vin Diesel on the phone like, Dom, I need your team. And Vin Diesel's like, okay, and hangs up. And it's like, okay, uh, you know, you have to wonder <laughs> if they had to rewrite it because they refused to be in the same scene together. Because usually there would be a big planning scene where they talk about, like, okay, you're doing this and you're doing that. Oh, yeah. But then it just, like, jumps to, like, the end of an action scene where they pulled off the job already. <laughs> well, it was weird, too, because, I mean, he doesn't know where to go or when to go. Or who who to bring? Because we mm. need him. All right, be there, and then it's over. But anyway, where'd they get a giant wrecking ball and a crane? I well, I mean that. I guess that's the convenient part about skipping the whole setup of that scene. It's like, and then somehow we have a wrecking ball. I don't know. It was cool though. That part was cool. Uh, there was the last one, obviously. Oh, uh, about the one in New York, where the oh, little right. zombie car thing. Yeah, that was. I thought that was uh, actually uh, really surprising and fun. I didn't expect that at all. For those who don't know, if you played Watch Dogs Two, it's like that. But if you haven't, uh, Cipher Charlie Theron can magically make or hack cars and make them drive however she wants them to. So they just drive cars all over the place through New York City and make them all like fall and crash and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then that leads to the big action scene where uh, Dom's trying to get away, and then all the other people show up in cars and shoot him with, uh, with like harpoons, and oh, they're yeah. like pulling him in different ways. That was a lot of fun. And he somehow can move his motor a little bit and totally flip cars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's that. It's just um, Avengers. Like, oh, also one one rule about the movies: Dom's car is always magic. That's a rule. Oh yeah, absolutely. His, His car. car does things that <laughs> doesn't make sense. Like he has a button to make it, uh, <laughs> to make a it like, uh, like it's skipping. No, no, not the Willie button. There, the part where he like pretends to have car trouble. There's like oh, a yeah. button he pushes. Oh, I gotta, gotta check under the hood. And then the whole submarine scene at the end. Yeah, yeah the big submarine, submarine scene. scene. For a while, it was just people chasing them, and they're driving on ice. And a bunch of crazy thing happens. They're like tanks shooting at them, and they're like deflecting missiles or getting hit by them. Uh, Tyrese is like Tyrese is sliding on like the door of a car for a while. <laughs> yeah, before he takes out three snowmobiles, it seemed pretty easy to take out if they just stop for a second to kill him. <laughs> uh, and then like, the submarine like emerges, and everyone's driving on ice and water and running away from a submarine somehow. And uh, it ends with a heat-seeking missile that Dom sneakily makes hit the submarine. Because his car jumps over it and survives what was almost a nuclear blast. Oh yeah, there's a whole nuclear weapon storyline in this movie. Because oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. And he could jump a submarine, well, then, which well, the wheelie helped with for some reason. That's true. And then that leads to what my favorite demo moment of the movie, which is uh, the, the 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 nuclear submarines blowing up and the, the <laughs> explosions coming at him in a big wave. And I was like, oh no, this looks like the end for Dom. But then all the other cars like show up and form like a protective shield around him. <laughs> they very quickly form a well choreographed shield. And <laughs> it was yeah, no, it was fun. Ah, uh, it's it's the best. Oh, I forgot to mention for those who know Game of Thrones, I mentioned one already. But uh, Cipher's key henchman is Tormund, the wildling guy, like the awesome wildling guy in Game of Thrones. He kept hmm. the beard across both roles. But yeah, the best part, my favorite, still Jason Statham on the plane. Talking to a baby. And that I, was a lot of fun. And they, they did a great job casting that baby. That baby looks like Vin Diesel. Although I think Vin Diesel just looks like a baby all the time. <laughs> He's the giant baby with a magic car. 
Yes, exactly. I uh, did you have any like full on applause breaks in your in your showing? Uh, no, none of our people applauded, but people were laughing and like whoa a lot during it. See, these were some hardcore uh, Fast and Furious heads in my theater, man. The biggest reaction of the entire movie, except for the end, the closing line got like a big audience reaction. But uh, the 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 four seconds in which the two uh, guys from Fast Five show up, oh yeah, been gone for the past three movies. <laughs> forgot about that they just showed up hey we helped bye like we were here I, I don't know if they have any lines they're just kind of there for a second like oh yeah he dom called us because he didn't betray us and i guess we lost all that money in that game of roulette i can't really remember <laughs> i'm how did he contact all these people is what i can't figure out now yeah don't think about but he it can't too hard contact the team about it <laughs> yeah no because he was under careful watch unless whatever he gave to helen mirren said all that stuff but where did he get that from Exactly, and how did he? Did he already know Helen Mirren? Like, was he? Uh, <laughs> He's always been in contact with his villain's I, mother over the years. <laughs> All of his villain's mothers, yes. He, that's just his style. That's classic Vin Diesel. Uh, well, I'm excited to watch him be Groot and drive fast cars around. Of course, that's gonna be oh, baby Groot. I thought they might recast oh, yeah. because Groot's a baby now, but it's still Vin Diesel. Does he have the same voice? I haven't watched the trailer at all. I'm just gonna watch it when it's out. Uh, well, I think they. You know, they, they digitally alter it. Oh. But they still let Vin Diesel show up and say, I am Groot a few times into a microphone. And they're like, all right, <laughs> they Vin, here's $500,000. Yeah, no, I guess not. He actually motion captures it. It's like uh, <laughs> baby he's, wear- <laughs> he's wearing the, the suit with, like, the ping pong balls and everything. Is it just, like, his hand? I'm sorry, table tennis balls. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, it's his hand. Oh. Um, one oh one more thing about it. Uh, so we would keep alluding to some feud between Diesel and The Rock, which sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Diesel versus Rock. But uh, my least favorite thing is the rumor that they cut a credit scene that was going to feature The Rock and Statham, kind of as a jumping off point for a possible spinoff movie that I would watch every single one of, no matter how many they make. But oh, me too. Supposedly Diesel axed it because he hates The Rock. Yeah, no, that that feud got real ugly because I remember when it broke back in December, I was like excitedly texting you about it because I thought it was uh, I, I thought it was like pro wrestling style theatrics, like they're selling the movie. But it's like, oh, no, I think they, they like this is just like clashing of these two giant egos that really hate each other. Like, it's like this is my movie. I'm the star. It's like, but I'm the rock. Well, I don't know how much is true, but according to the rocks, Instagram post, he said, he didn't name drop. He said certain actors kept not showing up late to say uh, to the set and were not showing up late. Kept showing up late to set and were unprofessional in <laughs> general. But he didn't name who they were. But then Vin Diesel responded, which made it seem pretty obvious of him. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Um. I lo- oh, before I forget, last thing. Um. How'd you feel about the way the movie handled Paul Walker's absence? I thought it went – they had mentioned him like twice. The one they're like, oh, let's get Brian to help. Like, no, Brian's retired. We can't bring him back in. And you can't do it. Because everyone knows all, why. That's true. Although, I mean, I, I get it. And it was a nice, it was a nice you know, tribute in that moment. But in the fiction of the movie, it seems like you would totally call that guy. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Vin Diesel's lost it. And if you, got, if you got Brian back, then that seems like that would be enough to you know, stop him. Oh, that's a good also, point. 
And then also, uh, you know, Vin Diesel has a son, and he, you know, he he never met. It's like an, like a you know small baby, and he gets to name it, and he doesn't name it until the very end. And that's the big closing line of the movie is like. His name's Brian. You know, like that guy we used to know. <laughs> That's the only reason they mentioned him one time earlier in the movie is like, to be like oh, yeah, Brian. To set it up. <laughs> but I worry about the move, like the series going forward because um, they didn't kill off Paul Walker's character. His whole arc was like, oh, no, he has a wife and a son now. He has kids. He's a family man. He can't be with the family because he's got to be with his family. Um, but now Vin Diesel has a son, so it seems following that logic, it's irresponsible for him to continue to blow up, uh, Russian submarines, right? Okay. Well, first of all, uh, for those who don't know, Paul Walker, Brian married Vin Diesel's sister. I don't know why she didn't get a call about it. At least she didn't retire. She might want to know that her brother. You're right. That's a good point. And then second, uh, I bet Helen Mirren's going to babysit. That's how they're going to handle it. Oh, that would be great. I would I would watch. You, know, you talked about wanting to see the Vin Diesel uh, or the Rock Jason Statham spinoff. I want to see the spinoff that's just Helen Mirren and that baby. <laughs> One woman and a baby. And that's it. Yep. So in closing, thumbs up. Thumbs all the way up. Go see yep. this movie. Go watch it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, hopefully you already have because we just told you everything that happens in it. But that's true. Go see it again. I was disappointed that they couldn't bring back uh, Lucas Black from Tokyo Drift because at this point in the timeline, they they can reincorporate him. I think that would have made a lot of sense. I and think that would have also a kind of taken issue. Oh, is that it? Okay. That's what I heard. Well, that makes he sense. He could have been because... the new Ryan. Yeah, I was gonna say they wouldn't have had to introduce the new, uh, you know, no like little little nobody character, the crappy Brian. Yeah, I, I and I feel like it would have you know it would have felt more natural to have that guy come back, but that's fine. No big deal. So that does it for box office banter. Let's. Um, there's no feedback this week, so. Well, wait. Um, we got one email. Oh, okay. Uh, it's from what, my what, podcast uh, reviews. There are no new reviews. That's yes. It. Do we have? Oh, still no. Okay. That's it. Well, that does it for that does it for feedback. Um, if you want to write us, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Um, you know, write send uh, uh, an MP3 or voicemail or something, and we'll play it on the show so that does it for this here podcast ben yeah it does i i would like to thank you for uh joining us I'll and thank you until too next time us. remember <laughs> oh thank you ben I, I i i've never been thanked for joining us and i do appreciate it it means a lot to me so until next time remember stay, stay happy, happy.